Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Nerds Drink Whiskey. Uh, we're still uh, sipping on our Cuddy Sark Prohibition Edition. Uh, if you watched last week, you'll know that uh, the reviews were kind of uh, meh, I think, all over. But uh, this episode we're talking about, uh, if you haven't watched, uh, the Star Wars Theory Channel put out a uh, really expensive for a podcast. Uh, I don't know where he found the money for this, but he put out uh, out of his own pocket a Vader fan film that I think most Star Wars fans are saying is is a way better, uh, more way more solid storyline, uh, way better storytelling than than anything uh, that Star Wars has done in probably what twenty twenty five years, something like that. Um, so uh, at least. Yeah, 20 years. Wasn't that when episode one came out? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but, uh, uh, yeah, um, I think I'm going to hand the mic to Jeremy. Uh, we all kind of know the details, but Jeremy, I think, is the most excited to talk about it, so I'm going to hand it to him. Darth Vader, Shards of the Past. Um, when it first came out, I was like, wow. Uh, I was telling my friends about it. I posted it on Facebook. Um you know, and when I get with my nerd buddies and, and we sit there and we talk, it always comes up in conversation. Then at the beginning of this week, uh, Star Wars Theory put out a video saying that Warner Mitchell claimed the entire video. And you could just see the uh, on the way uh, he was talking about it. Now, now, Disney claimed the video, but Warner Mitchell claimed the music, correct? No, Disney did not claim the video. Warner, Warner Mitchell claimed the video because of the music. Hmm. I. I. That's what I've read. Okay. That's that's what he that's what he says. You know, but Disney <clears throat> is partnered with Warner Mitchell. Warner Mitchell handles all of Disney's music. So the original claim on the video was about the music because they said the music was too similar to the original uh, score that John Williams made. Uh, now, um, Star Wars Theory, um, please forgive me, I can't think top of my head uh, what his name is right now. He, the, the video he put out was just absolutely devastating. I felt absolutely rage on, you know, blaming Disney. It's like, why does a multi-billion dollar company need a few, a few thousand dollars from a video that a fan made? Because bean counters count beans. That's all that bean counters do is they just count beans. So he put out this really devastating video, how the music was claimed, and uh, uh, and they claimed the entire video to monetize it. Uh, now, he had contacted uh, Lucasfilm before uh, he did this project and said, hey, can I monetize this? Can I uh, uh, crowdfund this? And they said no. So he $150,000 out of his own pocket to make this wonderful fan film. Then this, you know, then, then he gets crapped on. Um, then he also gets threatened if he challenges it, saying that we will strike you and we'll take your channel down and everything else. And it's just like, really? The, a little small guy being stepped on by the big guy. And he says he has a chance to lose his channel. And at first he was like, you know what? They can claim it. They can have money. I built, I made it for the fans. Uh, but towards the end of his video, he's like, you know, I, I am going to challenge this. And episode two is going to come out. I will make it. I don't care. They can claim it all they want. I'm making this for the fans. Well, he's not challenging it in any way. He's just saying because he never really meant to make any money himself on it anyways. And his only his only challenge will be to press on and make make episode two of, of the Vader film. So then was it yesterday, the day before another video came out uh, saying that uh, Lucasfilm came to the plate for him and told Warner Mitchell 
back off. And you could just see it. The, 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 it's just like the relief let off his shoulders. I, my rage immediately went away, but I'm still mad at Warner Mitchell. Um, but so he is going to go through with episode two and I just, it's, this series is going to be great if, uh, uh, you guys get a chance to see it. Go look it up. It's uh, Darth Vader, Shards of the Past, done by Star Wars Theory. Do you know, so I, I know that he wasn't able to crowdfund it originally. Uh, do you know if at this point he'll be able to get crowdfunding for Episode 2 at all? Or is it has to be he personally has to f- pay for all of this in order Lucas for... Lucasfilm said no crowdfunding, mm-hmm. no monetization. It has yeah. to come out of his pocket. Yeah, no crowdfunding, no monetization. He, oh, it's right. all his pocket. I wonder if their stance will change at all based off of the first one. I don't think so because it's pretty much policy. It's pretty much ingrained in there. Uh, it's kind of part of their uh, the establishment that they've they've the protocol that they've designed uh, to protect themselves uh, is to not allow because there is so many. They've always allowed Star Wars films. Uh, they've always been very freewheeling about that. Uh, and George Lucas was a huge fan of that. Uh, and and so they've always let fan films and in sci-fi fan. Fan films have always been allowed. Fan fiction has always been been allowed. Nobody stomps on fan fiction because it, it, no good can come of it. It's your fans. Don't stomp on the fans. Uh, but they have to have the the, the one rule that they have. They have a rule of absolutely positively hands off, uh, which which in a way I think is good because if you're hands off, if you don't let your mother in law. If you don't let your mother-in-law help pay for your wedding, uh, your mother-in-law can't screw up your wedding. So you know it's 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 you know we don't want uh, we don't want the mother-in-law uh, to be able to fund this wedding because uh, it really sets a bad precedent for the marriage. That's just my opinion. So, anyways, uh, Gabe, you've been rather quiet on this episode. What's your thoughts? <laughs> well, to be perfectly honest, uh, I'm actually the reason why I've been kind of quiet is because of the fact that I'm in. The minority, I have not seen the Vader fan film yet. Um, I've been uh, to... Get out. <laughs> I'll get out after this episode, Mark. Shush. <laughs> um, now, I've been too busy working with my day job. Thank you. Um, but no, actually, uh, I've always been a fan kind of of Vader in the first place. Um, it's nice to see that somebody's sitting there and putting much more broad expanse on you know the story, the backstory behind Vader. Now the problem is, is that you know when Disney or Warner Mitchell or whoever it is is sitting there trying to monetize somebody else's creation that is an independent fan creator, and they're trying to take away from their creative right and saying, "Oh no, you can't do this because it sounds too similar." I've seen this on so many levels uh the same thing has been done by uh i forget his name but it was a uh a music creator that uh created his uh music that was based on similar designs to mick gordon that for his own doom mod uh you know doom the uh the old computer game and the new uh, uh xbox game but, uh, you know, they sat there and McGordon went nuts about too much similarity. So a lot of these people and a lot of these companies are really batting down the hatches on their intellectual properties these days, looking for anything to monetize. So I'm curious, I don't know that anyone here knows the answer to this, but if the the entire point of a fan film is it is derivative, they're using pre-existing characters mm-hmm. yeah. for the film which that's okay 
then why is it not okay to make it sound the same? So, like, the, you, you've got this whole... The whole premise is that it's okay to make a fan film that is a derivation of an existing set of characters that are owned by an IP that they're making this fan film. How is it that the music is separate than the characters and can't... Like, I don't understand... I mean, I don't know that anyone here has the answer to that, but is why that's the point that they can catch them on they can't you know go after them for using the same other ip well and the more ridiculous uh thing about that is that uh john williams uh and i may get some hate comments down below for saying this but the reality is 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 if you know if you really studied the star wars music uh as a lot of star wars fans film uh, star wars fans have like i have uh, you realize that John Williams' compositions uh, have always been derivative of other older compositions, um, and so it's it's what what the what uh, uh, shades of the, uh, what is it shades of the past. Shards of the Past. Shards of the Past, uh, the Vader fan film, uh, what they were get when they when he hired the composer, he he kind of told him to make it a little derivative. That was kind of the point, but. So that composer of Shards of the Past theme uh, is guilty of the exact same thing in the exact same way. It's it's a it's a direct correlation uh, of what John Williams is guilty of in the first place. So there's really it, it's really ridiculous. Uh, I understand uh, uh, not crossing certain lines with fan films. I totally understand that, actually. But when it comes to the music, having it be an original composition, but you know, but derivative uh, in, from certain aspects, that you got to be hands off on that because, and that's probably why Lucasfilm said, uh, "You can't touch this. You can't. You can't be doing this." Is because. John Williams, John Williams compositions uh, themselves are, are derivative. So, um, but anyways, we need to we do need to wrap this up. You guys got any final words, real quick? We don't want this episode to be longer than Charges of the Past itself. So, <laughs> so please, please make it quick. All I was going to say is that honestly, that's kind of the pot calling kettle black. But please, guys, you know, if you like this episode, please like, comment, and subscribe. We love you guys. Please, you know, pay attention. Come see us again. What he said. Uh, uh, I know in the expanded universe, George Lucas had what they called the Bible that all authors, when they wrote a book, had to read and go by the rules and that. Um, maybe Lucasfilm needs to get together and sit and make a set of rules, what you can do, what you can't do, and everything else. Here, here, here's our Bible for fan films. Maybe uh, I'll message uh, Star Wars Theory and see if he can uh, contact them on that too. But uh, thank you guys for uh, tuning in. Um, yeah, those rules already exist. They just have not released them to the public, and I think that would probably be a good thing of just uh, if they put out a Bible. Um, and hey, we'll all buy that Bible, and uh, you'll make money, and uh, that's that's actually an excellent idea. So, anyways, see you next week. Uh, I, I think I got bourbon bears trying to come up. Uh, see see uh, uh, mixed with Cuddy Sark. So. Uh, Anyway, see you next week on uh, the next episode of Nerds Drink Whiskey. Uh, we will be recording at uh, Stack in Westside Olympia. Hopefully it turns out because we've never recorded there, and it's going to be an interesting experience. So uh, be watching next week to see how that happens. Always sip, never slam.